Today's scripture reading comes from the New Testament, Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And I know it's not indicated, but it's on page 796 of your Pew Bible. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowd, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but by the, this time the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, and the wind was against them. And early in the morning he came walking towards them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You have little faith. Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Hear the words of the Lord. Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. Oh God, you have given us a place to stand, to be in this world, and for that we are grateful. And now that we are here, now that our ears are open and our eyes are open and our hearts are open and our minds are open, open your word, your ancient and new word, that as we hear it, that as we take it in, we might be transformed Changed for the good, for the better, for you. Amen. From that text that we just heard Tad share. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking towards the disciples in their storm-tossed boat on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Take heart, take heart. Do not be afraid. Have courage. Until that point... In my 26 years of life then, it was about the longest walk, the absolute longest walk I had ever taken. Not so much in distance, but in spirit. A long walk in fear and in challenge. Chaplain to the emergency room, chaplain to the emergency room, code green. 
Code Green. So I was two weeks into a summer-long chaplaincy program at the Medical Center Hospital of Vermont in Burlington, and I was still so wet behind the years, so new to ministry. I was still two years away from graduation. I barely knew my way around that huge complex of medical buildings, and I still got lost daily, and I was intimidated by everything and by everyone. And now for our long holiday weekend, I was the only chaplain on call in a 300-bed hospital. And I was about to get my first real test, a baptism by fire. Because in that hospital, cold green meant that I had to meet a family in the emergency room because their loved one was being brought in by ambulance, maybe critically injured, or in a car accident or some other awful event. I was supposed to meet these anxious, afraid folks, maybe even a grieving family, and sit with them as they awaited the news, good or bad. Pray with them, comfort them, and oh my goodness, I was so scared, so afraid. Would I have the right words to say? Was the worst outcome about to take place a death? Who was I to wear a collar and represent God? So that corridor to the emergency room was only 50 yards long, but as I walked down into that frenetic energy of that place, I worried that I could not face the storm. I needed courage. Courage. To do what I was convinced I could not do. To be strong for others who were facing the absolute worst. To stand tall in the midst of chaos, to get out of my boat of safety and wade into the waves and the winds of human pain. Could I do it? Would I do it? Courage. When we humans think of this virtue, courage, the ability to do something that frightens us, I imagine sometimes we might envision courage in mythical or dramatic or stereotypical ways, like the courage of a soldier to do her duty and to wade into a violent firefight, or the courage of a first responder, a police officer or firefighter to go into a burning building, to face a life-threatening situation. That is certainly courageous, my friends. Maybe we recall the fictional courage of some comic book superhero who takes on the bad guys and wins. But real courage, daily courage. Friends, sometimes it just takes courage and bravery to live life on a day-to-day basis. I've been thinking a lot about courage and God and faith in the world these days, these sometimes frightening days of late in creation, when things we are right to be scared about seem to just pile up one right after the other, day after day after day. Am I the only one who feels this way? As we worship this morning right now, millions of our neighbors down south are about to face into a storm or are trying to recover from a storm. They are hunkered down in windblown shelters and basements They are facing into damaged and destroyed homes, and they need courage for the living of these days. Then there's the real fear of war 
as things heat up on the Korean peninsula and on the world stage. And there's the fear that our government leaders just can't seem to get anything done in Washington anymore as problems pile up. I don't know about you, but for me lately, the world feels shaky somehow, unstable, kind of crazy even, and yes, scary. And then add on to this the normal day-to-day storms each of us face where we need some courage too, like starting a brand new school year or watching as our kids get on the bus for the first time or packing up the car and sending our children off to college. Will they be okay? Or caring for our parents as they age. The child becomes the caregiver. Starting a new job, dealing with conflict at work or home. Friends, courage is absolutely something we need. Always, in big and in small ways. We need courage for the living of these days to somehow find the strength and the resolve and the fortitude to carry on with grace and with strength. So on this sunny September Sunday as we return to church, maybe after a long summer away, maybe for the first time in a while, maybe just since last week, my hope and prayer for each of us and as a community is simple that we here in God's health, with God's people, that we might find courage for the living of these days, real courage as we seek to raise our kids and live our lives as citizens and just do the work of life. So here's my question to you. Where in your life right now, where do you need courage? Courage. What's your storm lunch, your place of fear or anxiety or worry that calls for courage? The frightened disciples in that windswept boat 2,000 years ago on the Sea of Galilee, they needed courage and then some. You see, they'd set out to go fishing at dawn, and as can happen on any body of water, A terrific storm suddenly blows in and blows up, and so they are petrified and scared and panicked. The waves are pounding, the rain is pouring down, and they are not sure if they can make it. And then in the distance, they see a ghostly figure, and it is Jesus walking on the waters towards them. Now they are really terrified. It's a ghost. But Jesus, seeing their fear, gently And clearly says to them, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Take heart. As I was telling the kids, that word courage actually comes from the word for heart. Core in French. Heart as in the center and the core and the very essence of our being. To take heart. What I think Jesus teaches here is that to be courageous in faith, it does not mean God will somehow take away the storms of life. I just don't think that's how God works. Instead, what our faith can do for us is to remind us that we are not alone in the boat. In the boat. Especially when life gets stormy. The gift of church is that we all get to be in God's boat together. To walk together and sail together and live together, no matter what. We are not alone. God calls us 
to be with one another. It reminds me of watching on Wednesday evenings here at church as the members of Alcoholics Anonymous file into our fellowship hall and then fill it up with 120 or even 50 or so souls, each in their own ways facing into a storm of addiction and heartache as they seek to be clean and sober for just one more day. And friends, the key to their sobriety, their survival, is that they trust that they are all, always, in the same boat together. Together. So when the winds of temptation and fear start to blow, they know what they need to just be with another alcoholic, to just be with another recovering drug addict, to just be with someone who walks with them. There is no substitute for face-to-face, heart-to-heart, and hand-to-hand community. Facebook is good, but does not cut it. Text messages only go so far. Church is one of the last places in this world where we promise to God and one another that we will be here, here, by God, and with each other in just one big boat. And that takes heart, and that gives courage, God's courage. And at our best, because we are with and for each other in the storms, God is in the boat too. God, not as just an idea or a notion, but as flesh and blood reality, real. At youth groups where kids are loved unconditionally and given the vital spiritual tools for life. In a choir where old friends sing side by side and share burdens and joy. At coffee hour where new parents get support and toddlers stuff their mouths with donuts, and we are all together. And so God is here too. Take heart. Have courage. Quiet courage and big courage, this is what God offers to us, I pray, in the days ahead. The courage to care for a partner with Alzheimer's, the courage to help our friends on the Gulf Coast, and in the Caribbean who need to know that we have their back, the courage to face into an addiction or struggle through hard times in a family, the courage to walk into a new life as a widow or widower or bring a new baby into a world filled with challenge. Courage to carry on, to sail on through the storms, globally, nationally, And personally, courage, not as an absence of fear, but fear met directly and head on with God and with our friends, with prayer and with action. Take heart. Be not afraid. Because, my friends, finally, we are all in the same boat together. Thank God. May God grant us wisdom and grant us courage for the living of these days. Let all God's courageous people say, Amen.